Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Bad News Bond, and welcome to Bond vs. the World Podcast. No witty introductions here. Uh, it may sound like I'm prepared, but no, I just cut on my phone, and you know the drill. I just say whatever's on my mind. So, like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've been in a very dark place as of late. Um, I just been to myself. Um, I just stated on uh, Instagram that I fell into a deep depression, um, you know, handling everything by myself as a parent. Um, no tag outs, you know. Um, seeing my wrestling dream almost there, and then it gets, you know, you know that, that little old man with the fishing rod, like, oh, you almost got it. You know that's how it feels. It feels, it feels, it just feels like that. So it makes me want to like, should I fucking quit? Because I'm like, cause dude, I'm gonna tell you the truth. When 2020 was around, when I was working, I had a good job. You know, I had job security, and I was able to start traveling. I was happy. I was happy that way. I was like, okay, cool. I'll travel. I watch wrestling this way. I'll start a wrestling podcast. I started a wrestling podcast right around then. It was a rough around the edges around that time, but fast forward to now, and I'm like, all right, let me just resume my wrestling career, you know, and I went ahead, resumed it, got injured, you know what I'm saying, um, got some hiccups. The thing is, the hiccups are happening when I'm almost 40, and it's like, should I just stop chasing this this, this superhero dream that I'm just trying to achieve, you know, it's like, it's... It's um disappointing in my eyes. In my eyes, it's disappointing because, you know, I see people that I, I was in school with surpass me and go off and be champions and go to GCW or go, you know, somewhere else or whatever like that. You know, Tommy Vendetta's wrestling, fucking deathmatch wrestling for IWC, whatever, IWB, whatever. Um, uh, Norlin Edwards is wrestling for fucking GCW and IWB and or IBW and then he got canceled. <laughs> I, I know I shouldn't even talk about that, right? You know, but then like there's like personalities too in pro wrestling, and I'm talking about like the politics. There's some of that I started seeing when I was seeing the MMA. It wasn't as bad as the MMA ones, but it is it was enough for me like yo, all right. So, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I'm I'm probably gonna keep a very small circle when it comes to professional wrestling. If I do come back, if I come back, it's gonna be a small circle. So, also, I guess I go ahead and put the cat out the bat. Um, I got accepted to go to the Nightmare Factory. Uh, QT Marshall, um, significant other, hit me up. I'm gonna go ahead and spill the beans. Significant, his significant other, his his wife, his lovely wife, uh, hit me up. We talked about tuition and what got me, because I was actually working. What got me was housing is included. That's what it was. Housing included three months. You have to stay. You have to relocate three months in Atlanta, GA. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. There is a thing. Well, I haven't asked yet. There is a thing where my kid can go virtually if I need to. Um, so, but the thing is, I don't know anybody will watch her for that long for me to be, you know, gone that long. That's basically being deployed pretty much in a way. I guess I just um, put deployment and wrestling together. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But, you know being gone for like three months and stuff that was my dream that was to learn from the best probably get my ass whoop on AEW Dark or whatever like that or whatever federation I was going to go into probably going to wrestle for Battle Slam Vendetta because look at me I'm going to do a Razor Ramon look at me just look at me I'm not being confident I mean I'm not being conceited but come on, I'm a big dude. I got, I, I got, a, I got a certain look. Some people got a look to them, but I got a certain look. I'm big and I'm mean. You know, I'm big and mean, but my voice don't match. You know what I'm saying? I look like 
a sub boss or a final boss uh, to your to your um, main villain. You know, I just look like the guy. I look like a higher. That's what I, that's what maybe also got into pro wrestling. It was a interview from the butcher, and he was perfectly okay being the higher hand. Like you know, he's like I'm the guy you call in the action video. Yeah, action videos. I'm like oh, okay, I I I I I relate with I relate to that. You know, that's how I wanted Bad News Bond to be, and I was portraying that. Like, you know, I was thinking I was doing the whole big job thing. I had a whole thing going on, like, 1-800-BAD-NEWS, whatever. Then I was like, you know, I'm not doing no fucking gimmicks. That's fucking silly. You know, it's fucking wrestlers, you know. Then they, you know, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure this shit out in a way. Um, I don't know if I want to do any kind of stupid-ass gimmick or not. Um, my mind's all over the fucking place. Can I just be a badass looking dude, a, ba- a badass black looking dude that doesn't really need to talk? Just my hands talk, my hands cut promos, you know, for me. You know, my hands, my actions cuts promo for me. You don't need to hear anything, good, bad, whatever like that. You just you don't need to hear all that shit, you know. But anyway, with the stress of me losing my job having like an income because I have income but it's not good income if you get what I'm saying I have income but it's not good income but I had income coming in when I had a job so that secured two incomes and one income I get I'm, I'm doing Steiner math for some reason um <laughs> but you know what I mean so like all right I'm, I'm able to pay some bills here I'm able to pay some bills there and then I got I got back to school with my daughter and everything, you know. And you know, with her going back to school was the most stressful week I have ever went through. Um, the stressful two weeks because I didn't realize that her school was very far away. Uh, I see. Okay, I took my daughter out of. I guess I go all the way to the beginning. Cause I did tell who this is was um who this is, and shout out to him. And I apologize because I thought the episode originally recorded. So when you do hear me, we're probably gonna have to do this on Twitter Spaces. Um, if you if you hear me, uh, same for you, Nasty Leroy. Shout out to you, as well. Um, so anyway. As I told who this is, what really happened, and what this is what the honest to God truth will happen. My daughter committed or tried to commit suicide in school. She did it two separate occasions, a couple of months apart. Okay. Um, so the second time when she did it, she had to get evaluated. And at that point, I pulled her out of Flint schools. Um, at that point. Now, I could have gotten in trouble because of treason and everything like that, but I was like, you know, my daughter saves these first, so we was going to go to day, she was going to go to day treatment, and it was going to excuse excuse her absence. While in the middle of day treatment, she still says she has suicidal thoughts. So, while she's saying she still has suicidal thoughts and, you know, seeing things, whatever, she had to get admitted. She we went to the hospital. We stayed like nine to nine a.m. to like two a.m. the next day. Um, so she got you know to the hospital, and it wasn't like a hospital logo. It was a hospital in another city. And as you guys know, I don't have a car. I can't visit her. You know what I mean? There's no way for me to actually you know get her. You know, you know when they was getting ready to like release her, they was on. They was they had said, well we can send a cab to you. You know you can get her that way. And then they flipped it. They literally flipped it. They were like, well, we're not sending a cab. You're going to have to find a way to get her. Which is, thank God, the person that watched my daughter ever since she was two literally took me up there. Thank God for that one. All right? Because I didn't know anybody else was going to take me up there to get her. All right? You know, my parents are making it bad. You know, apparently someone had died in that hospital. I don't know if it was a kid union unit. Or the adult unit. So, you know, you can imagine my anxiety levels is high. My emotions is running high. I am crying. I am pleading. I'm saying, do not take her. 
please don't take her. Let's find another way. Don't take her. I'm like, please, Maria, just stop. Stop this. You know, I'm just like pleading with her. You know, just stop saying that. You know, but she still was saying it. And, you know, ultimately they took her, you know. And they said it was against the law because I couldn't take her out of the hospital. I don't know how true that was. I didn't go look it in, but it seemed like it was pretty legit because they... I was locked in that room for a minute um, because they said that she was young and she wasn't like old enough to make her own decisions or whatever like that so I was so fucking pissed you know what I mean um, so that led to me um, canceling the uh, double or nothing pay-per-view because that was around May I was set to go to Vegas because when she got out of the hospital you know I couldn't go just go you know she needs services and everything I didn't I didn't feel comfortable just leaving her with my parents or somebody, you know, because she just got out of the hospital, you know what I mean? You know, she just basically, to me, is jail zone. I've been admitted to the hospital before. Her. I've been there, like, I think the most I ever did was, like, two weeks. And I've been admitted in the hospital as an adult, you know. Uh, I had a lot of mental breakdowns. I have The last time I've been in the hospital was 20... 16. 2016 was the last time I went into a mental um, uh, um, uh, uh, facility. Um, it was like a house, a hidden house, whatever like that. It was the last time I went there because a dude snuck out the house, opened up the wrong window, and I could tell my roommate was a fucking snitch. The funny thing was the the dude that I roomed with was uh beaten or tried to beat on my uh female friend that we're not we're, me and her are not friends anymore. Um but she tried he, he stalked her, he he bashed her windows in and everything, you know what I mean? And he wanted to use my phone and I know I knew who he was, I just didn't say nothing. He wanted to use my phone to call her. He didn't know who I was. And I said, no, I don't let nobody use my phone. But, you know, they called him. He he had to do, like, three years for that, for vandalizing her house. She had to move and everything. It was, she was in a really bad, abusive relationship and stuff. Because um, he literally don't remember me because she literally picked me up to, to handle this nigga pretty much at one point. Uh, I remember they had to shut down the whole career alliance because he ran over there. And, um, Tony, he said he had fear for his life, whatever, like that. You know, he's talking all that cash shit. But anyway, you know, I've been in a mental hospital before, a mental facility before, you know, for bipolar, um, PTSD, uh, depression. Um, what else I've been in there for? It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit I've been in there anxiety, panic attacks. I had a panic attack in my last MMA fight. I don't know if I ever talk about that or not. I had that, um, my last, I wouldn't say MMA fight, my last kickboxing match in the cage. I guess it's technically MMA in a way. Um, second round, I had a fucking full, full blown, a panic attack. So the go, so the, so, story is this, and there's no excuses because Steve won, Steve won, alright? But I was winning the match, but Steve won. You know, he still won the match, all right? Let's make that clear. All right, I don't want nobody going like, oh, well, well, Vaughn is over here saying that you still haven't won. I'm like, well, he's he won. He's the victor, all right? Let's just get that out the way. But I had a full-blown panic attack in the cage, and it was horrible. I couldn't breathe, you know? This is with cardio, you know? Like, no, I had no cardio. Because guess what? Kelly True didn't work with no fucking cardio gonna tell me afterwards after the fight well we need to work on cardio I'm like nigga you, you just got KO'd and you wasn't even in my corner you know what I mean like what the fuck and like why 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 did I listen to you why the fuck did I listen to you all these years like what the fuck dude who who put this in your head to get a gym I'm sorry I'm I'm, I'm sidetracked it. but I had a I had a really bad um, panic attack in the cage where I couldn't breathe um, the mouthpiece was hindering my breathing to me um 
I spit out the house piece. They kept stopping the fight so I could put back on the mouse piece. And I'm like, man, cause it made it seem like I was like, because I went like 12 rounds in sparring. But, you know, it's just like what they say in wrestling. You know, you can be like the most tip-top cardio machine, but it's no different than it's nothing when you get in that ring. When you get in that ring, it's all about ring cardio. Ring cardio is a whole different beast than normal cardio. And um, so that's how I looked at it. You know, we we didn't fight in no cage. We fought in a mat. You know, we 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 trade shots, whatever like that. We spar, whatever. We spar like twelve rounds, whatever like that. When we were good, cardio was good. Got in there, nervous. A whole bunch of people's around you and shit like that. The eyes on you. You're shirtless. You basically half fucking naked with gloves on. So you know. It just I'm feeling uncomfortable as it is. I don't have you have you ever noticed? I don't take sh- I don't take pictures without my shirt. Um, I really don't. I really don't. So you know you know how that is. It's not like I'm making a lot of excuses, but I'm just trying to like walk through the the basis of like the the, the panic attack. So you get to the second round. You know I I had won the first round. You get to the second round and shit. You know we in there. You know, we're we're boxing, whatever like that. And next thing you know, I'm having a panic attack, and I'm putting my hands over my, you know, on my my knees, just trying to gasp for air. And you know, I'm I'm literally hyperventilating and everything. I don't know. Tony Herbie was my friend. Um, he was a referee. I don't know. Now we had a big argument about this after the fight because we were that's what friends do. We just he's looking for my well-being. He was pissed. He was beyond pissed at me. He thought I just didn't train. He literally thought I just didn't train for that fight. And I need to get him on the fucking podcast. Because me and him had a really bad falling out. There's a few people I consider friends at MMA. And Tony Herbie is one of them. Um, just the sheer fact that he remembered I was a vegan at one point, And he asked me for a vegan recipes for his you know, mother's birthday. Um, me and him had a falling out because of the uh, benefit show that my boss was trying to throw for, to raise money for me and my daughter. And I was asking for his help. And he kind of came back with a negative response. And it kinda, we kind of fell out after that. you know. And that kind of like put me in a bad space with MMA all together. Um, after that whole um, beneficial, the, bene- the benefit show. The whole benefit show, and I'll, I'll I'll touch on that since I brought that up, but I'm a, I'm gonna come back to the whole mental thing in a minute. So you know I'm having a panic attack. Tony Hervey stops the fight, whatever, and he's pissed. He's like, "You better come see me." You know he's in Detroit, so he wants me. To, he he been wanting me to come down there and train for a long fucking time anyway. So <clears throat> he because he knows Kelly wasn't doing it. He, he just didn't say it, but you know Kelly wasn't doing it because he was on Kelly's payroll. You know, he's getting paid to be a ref, you know. Um, it showed when he KO Dingo. You know, no heavyweights couldn't do it. And here's a Walterweight KO and Dingo. But anyway, you know, I had a bit, really bad panic attack and shit. It went away after I got the cage and went back there, you know, um, and calmed myself down. Um, but, yeah, I, went, I was in a mental facility for, like, a couple of times. But this one, the last time I was there... This is with the the, the woman beater. I, I don't know if he really beat her or not. I heard there were some things where he got it was prevented that he didn't lay hands on her, but he was destroying her property. So that's a bitch nigga move. But anyway, it was this one incident. Old boy, I guess he was like gang affiliated, whatever like that, whatever like that. He was cool. He introduced himself to me, whatever like that. It was bedtime. It was bedtime. I kid you not. It was bedtime. And we're already asleep. And snowing. It is blizzarding cold. Super cold. Okay? It is super cold. And you know what happened? Okay, this guy that I'm talking about, he was staying in another room. And I think the dude, he was looking for someone named OG who's in a wheelchair. Um, he was looking for him. 
um, because that's who he was, you know, rooming with. But he got the wrong room. He went out and got drunk and opened the window super aggressive, jumped on the ledge, jumped down with all the snow coming down from the floor, slipped and busted his ass. Dude, do you know my man, the woman, the 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 the, uh, the wannabe woman beater? Do you know his ass jumped up so fast? Now I'm not trying to like rag on mental health, but he jumped up fast as fuck. I mean, you couldn't jump up fast as fuck to leave the girl alone, but he jumped up fast as fuck and got like the nearest nurse, like. This is a big ass house, okay? And I helped the dude up and I said, Bro, I don't know what kind of shit you in, but I don't want no part of it. That's what I literally said. But I'm not gonna snitch on you, but it looked like old oh boy already did that for you. And I was like that's all I said. You know, I'm you know, come on, I'm from I'm from the hood. I'm not gonna snitch. If he done that if I was just me, it was just me by myself. I would have just helped him up, closed the window, and go like, "Hey, bro, I don't know how the fuck you gonna get back to your room without being like detected." Um, but we'll we'll figure this shit out. But I got him kicked out because he had to leave the basis, you know, ASAP because he left the premises, you know, before his treatment was done. Um, and that was a no-no. It's basically like rehab, pretty much, for your mind. If you really look at it like that. Um, now, what I was going to talk about... Um, yes, I want to touch on the... Um, uh, it, was on my, it was on my mind recently. I want to touch on the, uh, the benefit show that my um, boss, my friend, Tony Tucker, and Tony Munch threw... Um, for uh, me and Maria to have this house we staying in right now, because um, I lost my house to a fire, as I said previously stated in a couple of podcast episodes. But let me tell you how greedy the MMA world is, okay? And this is why I don't fuck with nobody besides Mark Walker. Blast didn't even know I had a fucking. He didn't even know I had um lost the house. He recently asked me about the action figure I made for him. And I told him, I said, dude, that's that's in the past. Worry about your fight. You know, that's what I said. Worry about your fight. Don't need you to hinder about that. It's all good. I'm we're good now. You know. Um Yeah, if, you, if I I load up my Facebook, it's not that many people on from the MMA world as friends with me. Um, unless they got some kind of ties to pro wrestling. Um, so, let me tell you how, you know, toxic for, um, MMA is. My, my trainer was trying to get in touch with, not my trainer, my boss was trying to get in touch with my, my trainer at the time, Kelly True. Now, Kelly True and my boss knows the same people. His people that knows him was trying to get in touch with him, Kelly True would not write back. They go to the same chiropractor. His doctor relays the message to Kelly True. Kelly True does not write back. Okay. Kelly True has access to these things, to the cage and everything. Carol Biscup. I'm, na- I'm name dropping her at this point. Carol Biscup, who I'm, I'm gonna say it. Okay, she, she's um, a MMA dot. All right. <laughs> that was for you, Jerry Trevor. Aiden, I know you're listening. I know you listen sometimes. I know we got uh, political views sometimes, whatever like that. But you know, hey, I have to say this: you were a lot better when you left Kelly True, bro. You were, you were. Well, I have to, I have to say it. When, when you left True Fighter and went on your own um, and trained in Saginaw and, and 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 wrecked some shit. And you had proven it. You didn't prove it for everybody. You proved it to yourself. So I, I have to say, man, because you, that was a good thing, man. You, that was a good move. And I'm happy for you when you did that, bro. I know um, 
you're probably pretty much retired now. But that was a good move. But I'm going to say, Carol Biscuit, MMA dot, um, you know, um, she gave my boss the runaround, okay? She goes, all right, yeah, we can rent a cage. You just need a venue. He finds a venue, okay? Okay, um, you know, it's going to be this much money. We raised the money for the cage. Well, you know, I don't know if this is for this type of event. That was the next message she sent her. She know who I am. She knows what this is for. At at this point, you know, people, Kiji Flint, you know, you know who I am, you know, at this point. So she's like, yeah, I don't know, you know, I don't think it's for this event, you know. Tony said, fuck it. Well, well, it's, he said, I, we went to Burston Fieldhouse where Chris Shields trains at when she got her start at as an Olympic fighter. We ended up having to fight there, so. I'm helping them promote the fight because, you know, let's try to get some, some eyes on it. Let's try to get some pretty much um, more donations towards, you know, our way to help us. <clears throat> Sorry. It's the water that's been, I don't know how long it's been sitting there. But, you know, we have to... um you know, I'm trying to help them pretty much. We're trying to sell tickets, right? So we're trying to sell tickets to the actual fight. So I reached out to the MMA community. I, I made a Facebook page. I went out my comfort zone, made a Facebook page. I think it was on an alias, whatever like that. I hit up a bunch of fighters and promoters. And you know what they told me? Oh, man, you're going to get in trouble. I'm like, what? Back up, son of son. I'm like, this is a spot. And I told them immediately because I know what to say. I go, hey. Yo, bro, this is a sparring match, man. It's for a good cause. What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, you know, you got to pay like $1,200 to throw that show. I'm like, bullshit. You know, I'm, I'm saying it right now. Conrad, Conrad Thompson, you listening to this. It's, it's your fucking partner that said this shit. Brett Spardella. Um, yeah, I'm like, bullshit. I'm like, yeah, he's like, hey, yeah, but I, I hate to I hate to have you uh get in trouble. I'm like, what? I'm like that don't make no sense, and then people are like, you know, hitting me up like, so you're, you're running an illegal fighting uh, ring, like they hitting me up now. I'm like, dude, I'm not running anything. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's a benefit show. These niggas are about to get ready to fucking spar. They're sparring. It happens to be live. It's nothing illegal about that. They rented the space. They, they having a sparring match. It's, as well as. It's broadcast on TV. Nobody's getting in trouble. There's no athletic commission or nothing like that. I think Burson Fieldhouse has their own athletic commission. There was a pair. We went by the right steps and everything. We didn't have to register shit. So fuck you, MMA, um, Michigan MMA. All right, fuck you guys. All you guys do is want some fucking money in the fucking first place. All right. Let me let me tell you how dirty fucking Michigan MMA is. Big John Eubanks, all right? This dirty fat motherfucker went ahead and literally, and I mean literally, fucking hits me up while I'm at work at Walmart. Two weeks notice time. No one got damn well. I don't belong in a goddamn MMA gym. This is the one thing. They hit me up the most when I didn't belong in the MMA gym. If I'm not training in the MMA gym, they hit me up the most. And my dumb ass picked up the phone because I know I needed the fucking money. All right? He hits me up. He goes, oh, yeah, I need you to go fight Joe Battaglia. You know, he's just a jiu-jitsu guy. You can hang with him. You can just throw hands with him, blah, 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 this and that. I get, and then I get there, and it's heavily implied that, oh, you know, uh, You'll get a little bit more money if you just lose the fight. So it's it's heavily hinted towards me, like, so I get more money if I lose the fight. Like, yeah, you get more money if you lose the fight. I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> I said, all right, all right, all right. All right. I, I think I was already over this MMA shit. Like, I was, I took this fight two weeks, two weeks. Took this fight two weeks. Train when I train when I can uh, train. Um. And literally got my ass handed to me in the worst possible way, which contributes to my PTSD sometimes. And I'm like, but 
I did not get paid a cent, a dime. Here come Big John Eubanks, who only brought me in unless bringing somebody else in. He gets paid for bringing me in. I don't know how much money he got paid, but he gets paid to bring me in. All right? Motherfucker used me, man. And that's why I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with Charlie Kelly True. I don't fuck with none of the motherfuckers. All the motherfuckers that said anything about Chris Stokes Philiopolis turns out to be fucking, like, kind of false in a way. Because apparently Chris Stokes knows something. He knew something that nobody else knew. All right? Apparently. Because that was shady. That was shady. It was a reason why Chris Stokes broke himself off from John Eubanks aligning himself with James Lee, someone more credible. You know what I mean? It's a reason why James Lee broke his off from, you know, Kelly True. You know? You know what I mean? It, it's, 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 it's all about the money. It's all about the money at the end of the day. You know? And I'm mad because I got used and I'm just so naive and I was young. And I, it was just, it just, it eats me up inside. And I think that's why I just want to go ahead and get back at MMA because... I, I want to prove it to myself, not nobody else. I don't give a fuck about anybody else's views or anything like that. I talked to this. I talked this over with so many people, but the main concern that people got is my head injury, the 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 sensitive to light, the the tick disorders, the the shaking, the everything. Okay. They got concerns. I the damage been done, but for me. As a man, as a fighter, that did go in and train all those years after, after you know being a joke, pretty much, I trained, and I got muscle memory. You know what I'm saying? I wanted. There was no way I can prove myself unless I got a fight, and I never got that fight. So I just went ahead and retired, and I said, "Fuck it." I said, "Fuck it." I go do I go be a music manager. I go be a music uh, uh, promoter, and that was my next venture. I went ahead and become a music promoter, and then I went into pro wrestling. I mean, I'm probably can't get cleared to fight, but there is some challenges. There is some challenges. I ain't gonna lie, because I do want to redeem myself so fucking bad. I really do. You can hear it in my voice. I want to redeem myself so fucking bad. Because that shit was just shady. Alright. Just shady as fuck. No sponsorships. Nothing like that. You know. That's why there's no fights on my fucking Facebook. Or, or, or Twitter. Or, or Instagram. You know what I mean. Because they suck. They suck. Ask me about a fight when I actually joined the MMA gym. And actually got training. There is none around, except for what the one against Steve Osman. That's the only one, and that that shows the the, the panic attack pretty much. You know, I'm not pointing any fingers, but I'm just saying that shit was shady. And here's the icing on the cake. So we want we go to Sharky's for my birthday because it's after the uh the um what's that thing called? Fuck, I can't forget. Uh, the benefit show for me and my daughter. After it's all said and done, Tony got black eyes. It's starting to swell up on his face. God bless him. Um, Tony Munch, who haven't fought in so much. You, this is, I'm talking about Tony two times for you MMA guys out there. I'm talking about Tony two times. Two times. Two times. I don't know how to say your last name, bro. But I just call you Tony two times. I always call him Tony two times. They they call him Taco sometimes. I it's always gonna be Tony two times for me. I accidentally text him by the way. <laughs> it was the wrong Tony. I I know I knew better. It's always supposed to be an X and a two right next to Tony's name. Seriously. All right. So I hit up Tony like um. So thank you Tony two times and 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 Tony. Actually, me and Tony is birthday twins. All right. We have the same fucking birthday. Alright. Me and him talked way before we even met each other. Or no, I met him at his first fight. He had beat Jonathan Dutton for the 
55 weight championship. I actually still got that somewhere in my archives. I recorded it. Um, and then he fought a little bit, then he retired. And then he came back. <laughs> he came back for a little bit. Um, he was planning the fight, but he, 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 um, he retired pretty much. Um, and that's when me and him, uh, we clicked, we talked, we clicked. He was such a wonderful personality. He was someone I could get along with. He's also one of the people I consider a friend. That was a sacrifice with him and Tony did. Tony and Tony Tuton did. That's a sacrifice. Alright. I don't know any other fuckers can do that. Well, Mark Walker probably would do it. And loafers. <laughs> Forgive me, Mark. Forgive me. Forgive me. I had to get you, man. I had to get you. Mark Walker fighting the loafers, man. That'd be a sight to see, man. I just that motherfucker be shot as a motherfucker throwing hands. And you like look at look at me, sidely nuts. Look at me rolling up his sleeves and everything, just just hitting people with the one two and the slam. <laughs> that boy was something. I'm telling you, man, if he if if Mark didn't get with true and got with somebody else, bro, like he ended up getting with somebody else. He went on when True fucked his career up, like, at this one point, like, where Truth was, like, trying to sabotage this nigga's career, Mark went on a fucking um, one-man um, renegade. He he had something to prove. It wasn't to, to anybody. It was to himself. He like, man, you know, I came in here as a savage one point, you know, before I became your mama's baby famous, fa um, your mama's favorite fighter. One point in time, I was, I was Mark the Savage Walker. And that's what he did. Every time I talked to this nigga, he was like, "Yeah, Sally does. I'm at the, I'm at a fight." Nigga, did you just fight yesterday? Yeah. As long as I didn't get knocked out, I'm good. <laughs> nigga was winning titles and retired. That's how you end it. This nigga had what? How many belts you had, motherfucker? Like you had like seven belts, seven six belts. This nigga had seven six belts and shit, and were just, just boom, retired. The most funny one was uh, him and old, uh, Jose Johnson. Who Jose Johnson has became like a really good MMA fighter, by the way. And <laughs> I can't. I remember this because <laughs> Jose was also a part of True Fighter, okay? And Jose left. He left. All right. This this is a trend. You seen the trend, right? So I don't know. I guess one day. Mark needed a cornerman, and I guess Kelly ended up stubbing up becoming a cornerman all of a sudden. I don't know why. But, anyway. Mark caught Jose. Jose tried to do a flying knee. Mark caught him like a baby. And, you know, he, what Mark does, you know, viciously grinding pound. He said, man, I was blocking Kelly True out. I was blocking his ass out. You know, I, I wasn't listening to his ass until he said this. Because there was no elbows in the, in the fight. He goes, all right. All right, elbows. Both of them niggas paused, looked at each other, looked at Kelly True, <laughs> and said, there's no elbows in this fight, and resumed fucking fighting. I said, this is some shit. I have to go back and actually watch that fight. That shit is fucking hilarious, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark, if, uh, if, if uh, I told him too much, whatever, man. You know, man. You know how shady, shady Kelly was, man. What the fuck was he doing in a gym anyway, bro? He was getting KO left and right and everything like that. You know, that's why I'm happy for Gary, bro. Like, Gary, um, he was riding guy Kelly True all day. All day. He wouldn't talk to me about what happened or whatever like that. I guess apparently Kelly is with Andre, and he's kind of like the striking coach. But it's basically just Andre Garcia. Um, and he's a lot better with Andre Garcia. I'm sorry. He's a lot better with him. He's a hell of a lot better. I've seen so much improvement from Gary from his amateur years to his pro years. And he aligned himself with the right person. All right. You got to. You got to step it up. And that's what I wish I would have done. I wish I would have just stepped it up. Align myself. Yeah, True Fighter was there, but I could have just aligned myself with someone else. You know, that was around. You know what I mean? 
you know, that can actually, like, my balance at one point, you know, uh, I think I went to American Pride. Uh, I went there because I had frustrations with True Fight. And then I went to fucking Flinttown Fight Club that is still open to this day. Uh, they specialize just in boxing right now. Um, you know, um, American Pride was okay. A lot of people, they, they got shit on by True Fighter a, a lot. And that's, uh, and Sean, if you listen to it, that's your brother's gym, uh, Justin. Um, you know, they were, they were a pretty legit gym and stuff like that. Um, I heard Justin is coming back to MMA. If he is, maybe I should hit him up. Because I try to get Money Mike, or Mike, or G Money to manage my MMA career, but I wasn't really sure. So, I, I'll tell you this. I'm going to restart my Facebook. Because I got so much animosity anyway. I need extra money anyway. And I want to prove myself. I, it's not It's not for the money. It's I just I just want to prove myself. It's for me. It's for me. Alright. Um, I don't want to fight Christos for the office. He already beat me. We're friends. I don't want to fight him. I don't want to fight Dingo. He already beat me. We're friends. You know, let me. I want to fight some people that I haven't fought yet. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I'm gonna throw. Them, I'm, I, I guess officially, I'm just gonna throw my hat back in there. You know, pro wrestling. Um, I want to do it. I, I do want to do it. I do want to do it. Uh, it's, it's the whole thing is just the ride thing. See, here's the thing. I can get to wherever the MMA gym is at because it's most likely on the bus line. But pro wrestling's in the fucking sticks, so it's like really hard. And Sean Mordecai has been the only per- well, Sean Mordecai and and Rash and Mr. One Night Only has been the only people taking me to school. Um, I think somebody else has offered me. I think Big Country has offered me recently. Um, but maybe he just did it, you know, out of good fate, whatever, you know, staying good fate, whatever. Don't know. But I do want to do pro wrestling. I do want to finish it. I do want to make a debut match. I do want to get the fuck out of Flint. I don't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing people got to understand. I, uh, they're a PG company. I'm not PG. All right. Uh, I got a dirty fucking sailor mouth. All right. Um, I don't want to dumb myself down. As people think I'm dumb anyway. I don't want to dumb myself down. I don't want to dumb my character down. I don't want to be this this uh, Saturday morning cartoon character or whatever like that. It's already bad enough to walk around with back with like one glove. I've already... I think I'm already in the process of dropping bad news. I'm going to be real with you. I am dropping... I may be dropping the bad news. It's it's a teeter-totter between like Vaughn the Punisher or just Vaughn. Vaughn... It's just a powerful statement because it's just me, you know, because like, I want it to be just me. You know, you can call me Bad News Vaughn. That could be my nickname, Bad News. You know, he's just bad news, you know what I mean? You know, that could be fine. I'd be fine. You know, a matter of fact, that is, that's, it's original. It's, I mean, not original. It's, it's official. I'm just Vaughn. V-O-N. I'm just Vaughn. Capital letters and everything, all right? I'm back as Vaughn. So, that's 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 the game, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna look at some Big John shit, whatever, like that. And Big Jaw, I say Big John, Big Jaw. Uh, Big John is one of my favorite uh, comedians. I love uh, Big Jaw, and that's the one thing I want to. Um, but let me get back to the story of the like how shadiness of this like fucking like MMA shit was like the um, the benefit show. So yeah, um, we get the Sharkies and everything, and Kelly Troop is there. He's there in Sharkies, sitting there with a beer and shit, and he's looking dead at us when they say happy birthday. You know, they sing a happy birthday to me, and my name is announced. My real name, my real government name is being announced. All right? You know, um, I walk by and I say, yo, hey. Um, he goes, hey, what's going on over there? I was like, well, they just did a charity event. I'm like, really? For who? Me. I'm like, for you? Like, yeah. I, you know, I lost the house in a fire. You know, and, you know he, he had a nerve to say, you know, I was being cordial. He had the nerve to say, um, guys like, oh, who, who did he fought? My boss fought two times. He goes, oh, oh, how was his boxing? You know, it's just, just real negative. I'm like, what the fuck? 
And then, like, after that, I kid you not, after that, like, maybe a week later, because Tony got two foot, now two, as Tony, underneath his eyes, around his eyes, is now the same color as my skin. <laughs> this nigga now look like a raccoon. Alright? He looks like a fucking raccoon at this point. Alright? On the grill, when I walk in the door, he's in all smiles. He is happy that... <laughs> And I and I stated Tony didn't lose the fight. He didn't lose the fight. All right. He didn't get KO. He might have got a standing count, but he stood with it. All right. That's a win. So if he got a big ass smile the next day, that's he, he let him let that man have a big ass smile with the raccoon eyes. All right. So I tell you this though, and it was like out in the ordinary because I didn't recognize him. Because you can tell when someone sends spies. Because they do that in MMA. They send spies. So, the spy was sent to Crystal Joe's was uh, Larry Roy. Larry Roy was sent to Crystal Joe's. I don't know why or how. Tony, I think Kelly True got muster up enough information to pass this down. And I think uh, Larry Roy was doing painting whatever like that. And he was on his lunch break. He's probably like, let me just stop at this place where Javon or, or I mean, oops, I just said my government name. Let me let me stop at this place where Kiji work at. You know, let me see if Kiji's there. You know, he knew damn well I was there. All right, for one, he came in there. You know, he ordered his food. You know, he see Tony's eyes, and he goes, "Hey, how did you get that?" You know, oh, I'm sorry, Tony was like, oh, two time was my teammate. I used to beat him up all the time. You know, be, be coming there with his chest all stuck out, whatever, like that. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You know, I did not interact with him. The only time I interact with him when I picked up his fucking plate and put it in the back and start chopping up some veggies. That's about it. I had to say to the motherfucker, he 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 had called me a race baiter, and then you know I was baiting races. So I, I didn't know. I think that's what led to me like deleting my Facebook in the first place because motherfuckers had everybody had something to fucking say and that just that's irked me so fucking much so much you know everybody's trying to turn it into some kind of politics war or whatever like that you know what I mean so I was like you know what just now my Facebook is like with I think it's like a hundred or some people on it if I, if I reactivate it like some wrestlers on it there's some people from the diner that's about it, you know, people from the diner, people that I'm friends with in real life, you know, that's about it, you know, that's all you need, I don't need like a hundred, like, like 3,000 people following me that I'm fucking never fucking gonna talk to, you know, you know what I mean, Instagram's a different story, Face, I mean, Twitter's a different story because I have to promote shit in a way, I know my Twitter's been dead because as I stated in that, like, that uh, Instagram um, story, I was getting stock. Now the stalking has happened, but I was getting pretty much stock for a little bit. Um, I'm not gonna say who, uh, but it has died down, and that was the stress pretty much was coming from. I was it was coming from being stock, uh, overwhelmed with Maria's school, um, losing my job, not having the money to go do the wrestling school. Realizing I'm not gonna be able to go to fucking Atlanta, Georgia, and 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 get trained, you know. You know who this is reminded me. Of course, you know that's the that's the inspiration. Is the DDP started at six, uh, you know, thirty six, and then like that's true. DDP did start pro wrestling at thirty six, you know. Um. So, and that's the thing I have to ke- always got to keep in the back of mind. If DDP can do it, you can fucking do it. You know what I mean? Um, you're never too old to do to start anything in life, and that, that's I guess that's why I started pro wrestling. Um, you're never too old um, to do anything um, at all. So sorry for this like drawn out long ass episode of this podcast, but hey, it was all over the place. But I got some stuff off my chest. It was just ugh. You know what I mean? So, All Out is coming out. I got hit up Van. I know he's up. I think he's up. Let me text him real quick before um, I get off the air here. 
are you up? Oh, I want to talk about the AEW game. All right, let me let me let me hold up before we go. I know I haven't really talked too much about wrestling on here because this originally was a wrestling podcast. Let me go ahead. Oh, I'm not getting the time. I'm not getting the time. What? Okay. All right. I want to talk about this AEW wrestling game that came out. That's about to come out. All right. Kenny Omega has successfully got it near no mercy. It's because it, when you when you look at the first rough early uh, footage of it, it looked like SmackDown. Here comes the pain. It really did. But I can tell why the Esco skeletons and everything. It was the same kind of model they use in Def Jam. So it was interesting. To me, it did. It was. So when they actually had the actual play and. They had the fight and the ding 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 and everything and the 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 replay. They put every little thing in there. They put the special meter and everything. Remember, they did bring on the dude that was a producer for No Mercy and and um Def Jam and and Vendetta and the Kamiku Man series. They did bring that guy in. He might have helped them tweak that, that engine they got. See they see the day of reckoning engine is somewhat like the no mercy engine it might be that it might be the day of reckoning engine without the clinch and i love the day of reckoning engine because there's the clinch <laughs> i love the fucking clinch oh my god that was my shit all right um clinching and 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 day of reckoning was my shit. Hell, it makes me want to go ahead and plug it up. I got it in my room right now, the the Wii, and I should play it. But what I'm saying is, Fight Forever is looking pretty fucking good. It's looking good. People are like, "Oh, you're the graphics. The graphics look like this." And there's some mini games. Shut the fuck up. Go make a wrestling game, then. If you you got that much of a problem with it, you go make a wrestling game. You go you go on what what we are doing. Uh, not so creative and um, and Scorpion and Big Righteous and Dre Dre Gaming forty five uh, forty one. I hope I got it right. You go and do what we're doing and make characters, make arenas and shit like that, and make it into your own and stop the fucking bitching. All right, because what is bitching gonna do? Nothing at all. Enjoy yourself. Either you play it or you don't. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now because I got revenge and WrestleMania 2000 in middle school. Okay, my daughter's in middle school right now. How ironic! <laughs> this game is coming out while she's in middle school. Wow, I'm old. <laughs> so you know, it's it's nostalgia to me. It's it's and even Uno even said it like, yo, it's like. N64 is like pick up and play for me. That's what he said. If you grew up in my era, you know, and like, you know, it's, it's it got the like the top row specials, you know, the shit that No Mercy had, you know, or WrestleMania 2000 had, or Virtual Pro Wrestling had. I don't think it can say they can just say No Mercy. They can't say WrestleMania. They can't, but they can say Virtual Pro Wrestling, you know. It's a lot of shit. Big shows in the AKI game. You know what I mean? They showed uh, him and CM Punk and um, and stuff. But oh, and another thing too. Oh my God! CM Punk did the fucking job, did he? He did the job. The boy did the job. I haven't seen nobody lose so convincingly since Cody Rose lost to Brody Lee. You remember when Brody Lee beat the fuck out of Cody? For what? How many minutes? Like seven minutes? CM Punk kicked the dude. And we already know that he's, you know, he's selling. And and John Moxley's like, I don't give a fuck about his fucking foot. He signed up to fight me. You better shut the fuck up and put some ice on that motherfucker and uh, <laughs> come wrestle. 
You know, that's, that's how Moxley's demeanor is. It's always that. I'm like, I, I, I'm thinking like Moxley should win. He's he's been he's top dog right now. I, I was telling that to somebody right now. I'm like, dude, he's he's GCW champion. He's AEW champion. He's done. He's he's death. He's doing death matches. The dude's a war curse. All right, he's crazy. You know, he the dude. Oh, I'm getting countdown now. Sixty seconds, huh? Are you fucking stop? I see. Don't you count me down. I'm getting counted down. Five minutes is saying. Moxley's a workhorse, okay? He deserved the AEW championship. But goddamn, to to win, to win like that, damn. My God. Dude, that was selfishly. That was selfish. Um, I'm, I'm um, selfless. Uh, fuck. I'm saying it wrong. He's being very selfless. Damn it. He wasn't thinking of himself, pretty much. He was thinking of, you know, putting... He was thinking about the wrestling. He was thinking about, he was thinking about pro wrestling in general. That's what I'm trying to say. CM Punk was not thinking about himself. Because if you know CM Punk, if CM Punk is really that person, he would not he would not lost like that. All right? Trust me. Two paradigm shifts. I'm surprised Moxie didn't choke his ass out. <laughs> That's that's how that's how I want to see a Moxley match get ended. A choke out with someone bleeding the fuck out. You know, that's how I want to see Moxley win a match. Alright. But man, oh my god, dude. That's that was that was pretty uh rad. And I'm happy for Moxley, bro. Um All Out. Then has not hit me back up, but this is, has been Vaughn from Vaughn. Versus the World Podcast. And that's my time. Y'all know the merchandise stuff, I think. If you don't, I'll plug it this one time. ProWrestlingTees.com slash BadNewsBond810. Honestly, at this point, it's much appreciated if you subscribe. I hate to do this. You know I do. Because I don't do it. I always say this is my time. And I leave it at that. So much appreciate if you can subscribe. Or there's a PayPal. Or something like that. Um, because like I said. I'm low on funds. Single dad. Trying to make it. Anything will fucking help at this point. And I'll be very fucking appreciative. To be honest with you. Seriously. And honest to God. Um, that's the only and last time I'll plug any fucking shit, any fucking merch, alright? But listen, I'm taking your advice, who this is, this will be consistent. you be on the next one. Um, I'm back, oh, damn it, I said it. I'm Vaughn, and, we'll, and, and this is my time. Peace. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always, count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray Hoping that we get safe And all the lies that we take We'll lay here in these grace Tombstones with their names Heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain Say a man is gon' change Say a man is gon' change Maybe just in your brains We will savage your tape Rather done your brain Man, this ain't a fucking game Lord Niggas better hit the floor Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill it, be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you living, anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. Digging nail, know this. Close, bitch. Cash every day, you never know shit. Running and we gunning, nigga. Welcome to the jungle. Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle. All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle. Cause niggas in the wild, everybody in the fire. Desert storm living in the meets in every size. Draw two, draw four, drop their ass every time. You push your keep dealing, get your money, Lord willing. Just trying to eat 30k in the ceiling. No heroes or villains where we living is a prison. Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map. 365, it's a war where we at. Our 
Artists at a pressure, just asking for a blessing. Let's say you get the pine body bag or stretcher. Riding no limit, all real, no gimmicks. Trying to make a living while you're shorty at the clinic. Niggas caught you slipping flat like you in the kitchen, got down. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray. Hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take. Lay here in these grass. Tombstones with their names. Heat without the propane. Sunshine and no rain. Say a man is gon' change. Say a man is gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We will savage your tank. Predator, your brain. Man, it's ain't fucking gay. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. We're from bad news. Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo. Oh shit. Thinking they'll know this. Case closed, bitch. Chance every day, you never know shit.